Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Creative Rise podcast, everybody. It's your hosts, Joey and Christy. And today is going to be a great podcast. But as we always do, we start these podcasts with a review. With a review. That could have rhymed. (laughs) Which is really cool. So Christy's going to read this review. Absolutely. This This is is a good one. This is from our good friend Mel. Last Thursday she wrote, so period, much period, value period. I really like when people put the periods after each word. It really 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 emphasizes it. I also really like when people enunciate the the periods really well too. That was good. Thank you. It adds adds more drama to it, you know? I like to be dramatic. A little bit more punch. Almost as dramatic as you. All right. She says, Mel says, okay. In three episodes, these two have blown my mind. Usually shorter episodes can sometimes mean less value, but not with these guys. It's like they've dug through all the fluff and presented you with tips that are actionable and helpful from the get-go. They really hit the nail on the head on what you need to create a successful business, and they are totally transparent about this. AKA, this is so important. I've listened to so many podcasts and people waffle on and give you quote-unquote helpful content, but not the quote-unquote best content, and they don't hold back. 100 out of 10, recommend. That's bad math, that. but great review. Thank you, Mel. Hey, if you're about to write us a review after this episode or right now, pause it, write it. Thank you. If you have written a review, thank you. We really appreciate that. And again, that is the only way the podcast really grows. Yeah. Other than you also clicking the copy link, putting it on your story, doing a little swipe up to it if you have the, the capability or just screenshotting this and going, hey, go listen to this, sending it to a couple friends. We so, so appreciate that, which is really cool. Well, we got a really fun podcast for you today. Again, we want to encourage you guys. We want to educate you. We want to challenge you. And we're all going to be doing that all around the topic today of when to say no to a job. Christy and I get asked about this all the time. Hey, when should I stop working for free? When should I work for free if I, you know, maybe should? Am I devaluing myself if I work for free or if I take a job that's less than I, make I normally six charge. figures a year should i still take on a job for free if i really want it or is that just dumb like people ask these questions these Great are questions. all all really really good questions and so we want to talk today again about when to say no to a job so here's the problem creatives get paralyzed because they don't know when to say yes or no to working with brands or clients or whatever it's going to be it's not only you know a frustration around i don't know when to say no it's sometimes I don't even know when to say yes. Yeah. And so we want to talk today about how to clear that up. They get thrown into two camps. Chris, yeah. Talk about it. I think creatives get thrown into two camps all the time and it's a pendulum swing on either side. They say either one, they build their business on just taking free jobs. They they don't ever, they're afraid to charge what they want to be charging. They're afraid and terrified of taking on things and really coming up to people and being like, hey, this is how much I want to make and this is what I'm willing to work for. And so they live off of free jobs, which we know you cannot create a successful business if you don't charge, if you don't make what you want to be making. So people either end up in that camp where they're afraid to charge or they pendulum swing to the other side and they go, I will never work for free or I will never bend my pricing Mm -hmm. and how insulting that someone even asks or man, I'm just going to, I'm just going to devalue myself if I do anything less. So I can never, never, never bend on pricing ever. But we all know being locked in these two camps isn't healthy for your business. It's not a good place to be. And a healthy spot is in between the two camps. But the question is, when should I take a job? When should I not take a job? How do I make these decisions in a way that makes sense for my business? Totally. So we got an answer for you. And the answer we want to give to you, uh, my friend Jared actually taught me this when I was younger. And this was really cool. Jared said, look, 
And he said, this is how I do it. And I was like, that's freaking brilliant. So Jared, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. But Jared said, when he thinks about taking jobs, there are three things you've got to think about when you are taking jobs. And it's going to help you say no. It's also going to help you say yes. And it's going to give you a guilt-free no or a guilt-free yes, which is really, really crucial. And so we want you guys to be able to give guilt-free no's and guilt-free yeses. And so here's the three boxes that you need to be able to evaluate when you're thinking about taking on a job. So a client comes out to you and says, hey, you know, I want you to do this job for me. Here's the location. Here's the timeline. This is what you got to do. Let me know. You look at what they're going to pay you. Boom. Okay. You look at this, this, and this, and this, and you go through it and you go, ah, I'm so stuck. I don't know what I should do. Well, here's your answer. In order to have confidence in taking a job or saying no to a job, you have to really like edify these three boxes in your business. The first one is, is it going to strengthen your network? So the first box is networking. The second box is, is it going to strengthen your portfolio? Is it going to be portfolio building? And the third box is obviously, is it going to strengthen your finances? Is it going to be a financially resourceful and a financially abundant job for you? Now, here's the key with these three boxes. If you, this is what Jared taught me, if you cannot check two out of the three boxes out of networking, portfolio, or finances, if you cannot check two of those three boxes, you have to say no to the job. If it is only going to give you network, but it's not going to be a good portfolio piece and it's also not going to pay you anything, it's probably not a great spend of your time. If it's only going to be a great portfolio piece, but it's not going to connect you to anyone, it's not going to pay you, it's probably not a great spend of your time. And even, this is where a lot of people get it wrong, even if it's going to pay you, but you're going to hate your life while you do it, you're not going to meet anyone, you should also say no. You know what I mean? You should also say no. And so the question then is, Well, when do you say yes? And like I said, you say yes when a job can hit two of the three pieces. It is going to give you a network. It's going to give you a portfolio or it's going to give you finances. If you compare two of those three together, you're golden, baby. Absolutely. And you guys, some of you might be sitting there thinking, but okay, doesn't working for free or working less than your normal pricing diminish your business? Like, isn't that kind of a quote unquote beginner thing to do? Well, I have a quick story that I would love to share that just shows that this hitting two out of three marks can actually really scale your business and really bring it to a healthy spot. Back when I very first started, I made a list of dream clients I wanted to work with. And one of these dream clients was Beholden. It's Anthropology's bridal line, huge bridal line in the US, one of the biggest ones. And I was like, that is my dream client. I would love, love, love to work with them. And But I always thought, oh, it's a pipe dream. Like, who knows if that's ever going to happen? So I was a couple years in my business. So I'm working full time. I'm shooting weddings for high amounts of money. I'm having a great time. And all of a sudden, someone drops my inbox from Beholden and they go, hey, we would love to work with you. And I I jumped out of my chair. I was so excited. I could not believe that my dream client had just emailed me, dropped into my inbox. So took a deep breath and was like, okay, I want to work with them. So I emailed them back and then I didn't hear back for a few months. And I started getting a little nervous. I was like, oh gosh, should I like reach back out again? What should I do? What should I do? And they reached back out again. And the person that originally reached out to me was on maternity leave. So somebody else was reaching out to me and they said, hey, we would love to work with you, but we'd love to do just a giveaway. Like on our social media, we'd love to do a giveaway with you. And it was a free collaboration. 
And I was so disappointed because I was like, oh, I thought they wanted me to shoot for them. Like, oh, no, my dream is ruined. Like, should I even take this? Should I even take this free collaboration with them when I'm getting top dollar for my packages all around the world and having a blast doing it? But do I take this? And so I thought about it and it really did hit two of these points. It one hit the networking because I really wanted to get in with Behold and I wanted to develop relationships with them. But it was also portfolio building to say, hey, I have worked with Beholden. That's a huge portfolio builder. And so I jumped in, did the giveaway with them. It was awesome. And then afterwards, they actually ended up hiring me for two years straight to fly me around all around the country, shooting their lines and different campaigns with them. And so it led to a very profitable, huge, huge profitable relationship with them. But ultimately, that networking and that portfolio building got me in the door. And those two things were actually incredibly successful for my business, aside from even the financial piece of working with them. So it was a big turn, I would say, in my business. But it made me realize no matter where you're at financially on your path of your career, sometimes taking those free jobs or something below, if it hits the two out of three, it, it might be worth your time. Totally. And I'm sure, I mean... I've got 101 stories like that as well. But we also both have stories of saying no to people yeah. because it didn't hit two out of three. You know, I've got a story even recently who this person actually used to be my dream client. I used to be like, oh, I want to work for this people. I want to work with these people. And um, sent around the water sports community and it was like something super cool. And recently they actually reached out for something and I said no to somebody. And the reason why I said no to somebody was because it only hit one of the boxes. It actually only hit the financial aspect. Now, I would have really enjoyed the project, so it would have been fun for me, but it isn't necessarily something that is going to benefit my portfolio at this at this time. It's not necessarily going to lead to any network connections for me, but most importantly, it was going to be a big hassle for me to do it. I wasn't going to be for the dates they wanted. I wasn't even going to be in the country. I was going to have to fly and figure out some stuff and pull some strings, and I was like, ah, we've already got a lot going on. And so I actually had to say no. And I used this formula, the two out of three, not only to know when to say yes, but I had to say no to something because it was only financially abundant for me. And I, I had, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I, a couple of weeks ago, I had something pop into my head. I was like, wow, I was supposed to be shooting that thing on this weekend. And now this weekend, because I said no to that, even though it was super financially abundant, I now have time to do this. And I can't remember what we were doing, but it was like something that had to do with the mastermind we just launched and which is obviously like way more important than some other stuff that that I could have been doing with my time. And I was like, wow, that's just a really, really cool thing to to feel when you when you, you know, fast forward into into the future and like, wow, I'm glad I said no because that was a really, really hard no. But a hard no often means, you know, a really, really great yes. Absolutely. And so that that is also another way that you can use these two out of three things to to help you not only say, you know, yes, like Christy was talking about, but also say no and leaving room for the miracles. One of my one of our favorite people, Chris Harder, always says, Man, you gotta leave room for the miracles. You've gotta leave room for the miracles in life. Things will come at you. You had no idea you were ever capable of, of achieving or having the opportunity to do. And if you're always filling your schedule with free gigs or things that are not checking two to three boxes, you're not gonna have time for the miracles, which is really cool. Yeah. So And you're on your path to burnout. Unfortunately, when you constantly say yes oh, to only totally. the one thing, that is a straight path to burnout. So hit that two to three. Again, those three things are, does it build my network? Does it build my portfolio? Or is it building me financially? Is it strengthening those three things? Hit the two out of three. And that is the golden ticket 
to just enjoying Join your jobs. Totally. Join what you love taking. Totally. Hey, well, we, we hope this is really, <laughs> really helpful for you guys today. We've been just so enjoying doing this podcast, you know, the two of us and, and getting to talk with you guys. And it's just turned into such a cool community. So many people that just joined our new, the new round of the Creative Rise Mastermind Woo-hoo! were like, oh my gosh, the podcast has been huge for me. I've learned this, 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 and this. And so we know you guys are really, really enjoying the value you guys are getting on this. And so we just want to encourage you again, share whenever you can, put this on your story, share it with some friends, text it to some people, text this to the person that you know says yes too much, <laughs> or text us to that like person who's a little bit stubborn and never says yes because they're living in the camp of, oh, I never work for free and blah, 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 blah. Like text it to them, share it with people. We want people, we want other people to get this value, not only you listening. And then write us a review. If you can write us a review, we'd be so, so thankful, which is really cool. But anyways, that's a wrap for this episode of the Creative Rise Podcast. Thanks for joining us and follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Come hang out. Come say hi. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.